Another great week of What Do You Know with Joe. As always, it's intro time. Sit down and chop it up. Let's talk about it. Well, let's ask the right question. I was convinced. Uh, we're starting to see the mind right stuff now. It's What Do You Know with Joe. What's going on, everyone? If it sounds like I'm outdoors, I'm actually grilling right now. We're doing a little grill lunch, you know. Gotta love that, summertime. Um, this episode is gonna be awesome. I'm not even gonna take too long. Uh, it's with the great wide receiver and pro bowler, Dwayne Harris, and my brother-in-law, Chris Kolosh, joining me, as well as my brother, Anthony Kafiro. Stick around for post-pod talk, because we do have that with Anthony and Chris, and we just chop up the episode. It's great. Uh, I think everyone's gonna really enjoy this episode. You get to hear some cool stories, and... I just don't want to waste any more time. We're just going to jump right into it. Here's Dwayne and me and Ant and Chris. Enjoy. Also, happy birthday, Chris. It is Chris Kolosh's birthday today on August 2nd. So, happy birthday. All right, let's jump into it. Hey, everyone. How we doing? We got another episode of What Do You Know with Joe. Uh, this week's guest is the great and NFL wide receiver pro bowler, Dwayne Harris. Dwayne, thank you so much for joining us this week. What's going on, man? I'm happy to just be here, man. I appreciate yeah. that opportunity. Absolutely. We appreciate you joining us. We also have uh, my brother, Anthony, join me and my soon-to-be brother-in-law, my sister's fiance, Chris Kolos, join us. Thanks for joining me, fellas. What's happening? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Thank so, you. Again, yeah, got the, got the fellas going on. It's good. Like I said, Dwayne, we first time. Blessed to be here today. Blessed to be here today. So, um, just to kind of jump right in, man, you've been from, you know, I was doing my research and everything. You, you, you've kind of been a stud since, you know, you were in high school. So, like, I know in high school you were a quarterback, right? Like, what was your uh, what was your high school career like, and where did you come from? What was what was the come up like there? Oh man, high school career. Uh, so started out at Latonia High School. I was probably the fr- I think I was the first freshman quarterback to ever start at Latonia at the time. Um, was there for two years, then I transferred to Tucker, where I graduated from, and. Uh, I think my ninth grade was probably the first time I thought you went to the playoffs and like it was about like 10 years before mm-hmm. I got there. Damn. And then so we went to the playoffs. We got blew out. I get no playoffs win my freshman year. Mm-hmm. And then uh my sophomore year, we had a terrible year. We had fired the head coach. And uh my sophomore year, so it was just bad all around. So I transferred. Yeah. To, uh another school. Well, uh, well, a guy who I was, who I knew from Parker Ball, uh, he um, asked me that I want to play quarterback at Tucker, and I ain't really know nothing about Tucker football at the time, mm-hmm. and so I was kind of hesitant, and so I ended up transferring because the school I was at, they didn't want to let me go to the banquet. Mm. What? <laughs> so I ended up leaving the next day. Yeah, I would. I didn't, I didn't even want. A, I didn't even want a trophy though. I just wanted to go to the banquet. You know what I'm saying? Just to yeah, be there with the team. I didn't even want a trophy or nothing. And so they wouldn't let me uh, go to the banquet. So I transferred the next day. <laughs> that's that's fucked. I would too. You made the right choice. Yeah, I <laughs> made a great choice. <laughs> a great choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So when did you? I mean, like like it sounds like you were crushing it since freshman year at quarterback. When did you start? getting looks you know for like when do you realize you may be like one of the top prospects for qb and like you know were were they trying to recruit you as a qb when you're going to schools or did they try to do the stereotypical thing where they just try to make you a wide receiver so when, I was getting, when i was getting recruited so uh a lot of like sec teams wanted me to come in as an athlete and play wide receiver 
Right. And I, did, I didn't want to do that at the time because only business I ever played was always quarterback. So I didn't know, right. I didn't know how to do anything else. Right. You know, so um, ECU. So I was I was initially supposed to go to Southern Miss. Okay. Initially, I was initially supposed to go to Southern Miss on signing day. I'm calling Southern Miss, telling them I'm about to come down there. Mm-hmm. And I think this is right when like the hurricane hit down there, so nobody was answering the phones. Damn. So, so and then I was going. Damn. So then I was going to go to I was going to go to UNC actually. Then I was gonna, really. I was gonna, yeah, I was going to commit to UNC. That was that was my second choice. Wow. And so the so the day before they got a commit from um from uh um. The quarterback who used to be in Houston, um, oh, what's his name? Tate. Tate. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he was, he was, so they had just signed him. Yeah. And so they so wasn't he... taking any more quarterbacks. Uh-huh. Damn. So ECU was my third choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's a better option anyways. You know, I bought yeah, ECU, ECU, ECU was my ECU. third choice. Yeah. So I ended up, so when I, so I ended up signing the ECU, they, when I, uh, I called them, they answered. And they was like, yeah, we want you to come in and play quarterback. And I was like, all right, cool. That's Hell all yeah. I wanted to do. And so Hell once yeah. I got to ECU, uh, mm-hmm. like my freshman year, so I was like on scout team, whatever, my freshman year. And I used to destroy our defense all the time. Hell yeah. And so so coach was like, so so then they was trying to, so I guess we had got like, we had, a, had like about four injuries at running back. I think Chris mm-hmm. went down, Brandon went down. I think Dominique was injured. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have really we didn't have no running back. We had one running back. Mm-hmm. And so they was trying to move me to they were trying to move me to running back. So they had me a running back that was about to pull my freshman, uh-huh. my red shirt uh tag and put me a running back in the middle of the uh-huh. season. This is this is the middle yeah, of the season. Like, that's a question. It's like, hey, real quick, we need you to do this. We need you to do this right now. <laughs> yeah, they so they was like, we want you to run it back. Yeah. So I practiced that I practiced that uh running back the whole week, thinking I'm yeah. about to play in this game coming up. Damn. And coach was like, Well, you've been practicing all week. If we need you, like mm-hmm. we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna suit you up and everything. Yeah, and yeah. so game came, running back had a great game, so I didn't they I had to play he had like one of his best games. And so I didn't they had to pull my red shirt. So the next week at practice was like, Oh, we, we liked you at running back. Now we want to try you at defensive back. Whoa, whoa! Yeah. We're gonna go to the other side, other side. Yeah, they they wanted to put me at safety, and I ain't never talk about I ain't never talk to nobody in my life. And <laughs> 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 never talk to nobody in my life. I quarterback my whole life. I ain't never had to hit nobody. You're wearing a red jersey in practice. You're dodging yeah, tackles. Like, okay? I, I ain't even this one for me. Running back, yeah. was, I really didn't want to do running back because I'm like, yo, I don't know how these running backs be taking on linebackers. Me, like, I'm a, like, I was a quarterback my whole life, so I'm like, I'm not used to nobody just running into me. So, it's a different game. It's a different game. So, we, so, we, so, so I went from running back to safety, and then it was like, uh, we. So they was like, all right, we didn't want. So we moved me from safety. Then they tried to put me at corner. And I was like, defense, okay. defense, defense wasn't just. I wasn't a. I wasn't a defensive player at all. I get yeah. No, I get like, that. I, I just wasn't. It. I just wasn't it. Like I was a quarterback my whole <laughs> life. I didn't want to hit nobody, and I didn't want to get hit. So it wasn't. It wasn't a good. And safety's like time. safety's <laughs> more like tackling too. I feel like you know, like a strong safety. Yeah, the guys yeah, that come yeah, in and play the hammer. 
like at cornerback, I'm like, oh, I can avoid contact every now and then, but I'm not guarding. I'm not covering nobody. <laughs> like, so, I'm getting wait. burned on double moves. Like, I'm trying to jump everything. I'm getting burned on double moves and everything. It was like, no. Nah, oh. <laughs> so, and because uh, I think we'll hand off to you. So, wait, when you joined that run and grab back group and you, they pulled your Richard, that wasn't with Chris Johnson in that group, was it? Or was he there at your time? Did you guys yeah, overlap? He was there. He was, yeah, he was there. He, he, was, there. Any, yeah, he, he, like, he was there. Like, was, was, how was that like? What was that like? What, what do you mean? Well, so, like, I mean, he was a senior, right, when you came in, right? Like, when, when you, if you no, got pulled over. Chris, when I got there, Chris was a junior. Okay, okay. So, I know he – okay. So, was he, like, the Chris, main back? Because when I was my freshman year, they had Chris playing wide receiver. Interesting. He was playing, he, he was playing in the slot. Oh, wow. Yeah, I wonder how they – so I, I that's interesting. I have I, that. I have a question. I was gonna say. So did you ever have to at when they had you at safety? Did you ever have to try and like tackle him or anything like that? Because I can't imagine that's fun. No, nah, I wasn't. I wasn't for the tackling. So they so <laughs> they would just only try me like on seven on seven. So I wasn't really tackling nobody or running. Like I was that's just only, true, they would true. only put me out there like on seven on seven just to try me out, and it was not it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't for me, and then so after that, so after my so my uh, so going into my sophomore year, I ch- I officially changed to receiver. So okay. it was like my freshman year, I was quarterback, but I was playing in the slot sometimes, and then I officially made the 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 transition to receiver. My sophomore year. Okay. Okay. So what was I was gonna say? So like. This is still under Coach Skip Holt. So, like, how's your second year? You're also like, you're like, you're, you know, you're more comfortable at ECU. What's what's it like now going over to the receiver side? What what are you, you know, what what's that like? What's that feeling like? Oh um, man, it was at first, like like I said, I ain't never played another position. Like, so when I got to ECU, they tried me out everywhere. Like, like I started catching punts and kickoff returns there. Like, I never caught punts in high school. Never caught kickoffs in high school. Like. I was strictly a quarterback. I was probably – I didn't play no defense. Like, you know, you guys play defense and offense. I just played quarterback my whole life. No, I never played no defense. Except in middle school, I played for two plays. <laughs> oh, geez. So it's there. The experience is kind of there. Not a lot, but yeah, it's there. No, no experience. Except for park ball. You want to, you want to count park, park ball might have been the only time I played some defense, and I played safety <laughs> way, way back. Right. And like you no mentioned – rules. Just don't get deep. deep. <laughs> Don't go long. We we get on the slants. We got we push him in the middle of the field, but don't we can't go. Yeah, go post. Don't get be, be just in the middle of the field. Just for anything just to get through. The so then what? Not to get injured. When when you got what coach Coach Holtz wasn't there your whole time, right? When you hit your senior years, when Coach Ruffin yeah, my, came in, my, yeah, my senior year after we don't want back to back championships, Skip leaves, Ruffs comes in, and. I me initially me and Rev we we we, we clicked right on right off the back like the first day he got there he called like a couple mm-hmm. of players to the office set us down talked to us we met the whole coaching staff before like before anybody really and so mm-hmm. he just kind of like established like that bond with us right off the bat like yo this is this how we about to do this y'all gonna love it we gonna have a good time like and then when I met Link. He was Link was just a baby. I think he was like maybe 26 at the time, and yeah, and like, and I'm like, yo, this dude coming here because I knew about Texas Tech offense mm-hmm. just because of all the receivers they had. Like the 
You know, they had the Crabtree, Crabtree was out there. I think Wes was there. So I'm like, these guys were doing numbers. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is my senior year anyway. And I was just coming off a great year. Yeah. Because initially I was going into the draft my junior year, but I ended up re-breaking my foot. So I I stayed in school and just finished school. But I was going to initially come out in my junior year. So I just stayed one more year, and we got rough. It just worked out perfectly because we throwing the ball now. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, it, the crazy thing was I didn't even get the numbers I was supposed to even got, and I still caught 100 passes. Like, I be thinking about, like, when Zay Jones was there. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Justin Hardy. These guys was getting 10 catches a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was that some of those games. I would get, I would get six catches in a game. <laughs> Yeah, if you look at the if you go look at the stat line for the I think it was like 2015 or 2016 South Carolina ECU game, I think we lost that game. But I think if you look, Zay Jones has got like 85 targets and like 60 something. Yeah, like, like, he's the only guy like, they throw. Like I be telling people all the time, I'm like these guys getting these records. I'm like I wouldn't even get I wouldn't even get passes like these. I caught a hundred <laughs> passes in the offense. I wouldn't even touch the ball every play. Yeah. Like the first game we played, mm-hmm. Tosa, so, I didn't yeah, even touch exactly. the ball the first half. <laughs> like we played Tulsa, I didn't That's even touch the ball the first oh. half of the game. I ended the game with six catches and 120 yards. There you go. I ain't even touched even touch the ball the whole first quarter. For, whole first half, I didn't even touch the ball. Had That's two touchdowns, <laughs> two touchdowns, six catches, and 120. Imagine, imagine if you got the ball in the first quarter. Imagine. That's why you got it. Like, imagine like, if I was, imagine if I was getting targeted. Like <laughs> I knew the ball was coming. <laughs> no, yeah. I like I didn't even think about me. Like. People don't. I didn't even run deep. I didn't even run deep routes. Most right, of my right, routes right. I caught. Like I probably caught my whole career at ECU passes over twenty yards was probably like maybe fifteen. Damn. Oh, like damn. I caught everything underneath ten yards. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Like and I just had to make people miss. Like that was just what I did. Right, right, right. Like we threw screen passes and I had to make people miss. You know. Mm-hmm. If you, I wasn't saying that promo video I made, and Chris, I'll let you, sorry, real quick. I wasn't saying that promo video I made with, with your ECU highlights. A lot of them are you just, like, you know, breaking people's ankles in the middle of the field and getting, like, 15 yards. Right. Just let me run. <laughs> right, exactly. Like you said, athletic. Anyways, Chris, sorry. Yeah, like, I wasn't even, like, I wasn't even, I wasn't even, a lot of people, I, like, I was the, the big receiver there, but I wasn't even the target receiver. I was in a slot. I was coming out half of the time. Like, I wasn't even. In there, like we we the first three plays, I'm probably on the sideline. <laughs> Damn, like I wasn't even I wasn't even starting the game or nothing. Like, I wasn't yeah. even the target receiver on the offense. I didn't even know what was and coming. I, and, later. I, and I always ended up with the most catches, most yards, oh, yeah. most TD. Like, and I don't even touch the ball. So I be telling people, I'm like, if I would touch the ball like how they did, I probably ended up with like stupid yardage in that great <laughs> offense. Like I would. <laughs> I would, I would, NCAA would have been like, what is going on over there? <laughs> <laughs> so think back. I had the, the question that I, I literally just thinking of here and the craziest play. place that you've played aside from on ECU's campus, any other school? What, what was one place you looked forward to? Or when you left, you're like, holy, holy crap, like that was absolutely insane. I'm gonna tell you what game was a crazy. Probably Virginia when we played Virginia Tech in Charlotte. That mm-hmm. probably was probably one of the, that was probably one of the craziest, like loudest games I have probably played in. That's in, yeah. In college, and that's like that probably, 
was that at the the BBT or what is it, Bank of America? Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. damn. Bank of America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was probably one of the loudest. I think Virginia Tech has some loud games. Mm-hmm. No, I'm had no. We I think Virginia Tech game was loud too. No, mm-hmm. the NC State game at okay. ECU. That might have been the loudest game. I think the I think the, the stadium was moving that year. Yeah, yeah, that might have been one of the loudest games for sure. That's cool, man. I can only imagine. Yeah, yeah, that, that was that was a good one. I still got memories of that game. That was a, that was a loud game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thinking now, you know, senior season, you're heading in the draft. What teams were you sort of going through the process with? Um, I was going through Detroit. Detroit wide receiver coach, he really liked me. Um, Atlanta, they came and talked to me um, at the combine. Dallas, um, I think I had met with Washington at some point. I think that was it. I think Oakland might have came, and I think I might have talked to Oakland at one point. I was just hoping I didn't go there. I'm a I'm a Falcons yeah, fan to, to hear you not be in Atlanta. That the Thomas being in Atlanta, that sucks. <laughs> you know, I really didn't want, I really didn't want to be at home though. Like I felt like me being at home would have just been bad all the way around. <laughs> where 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 did you I mean where where was your if you could have picked any team to draft you, where what would it have been if it wasn't already Dallas? I don't know. At the time, I, I just wanted to just get in the league. That's it. It didn't even no difference where I went, to be honest with you. I could have went anywhere at that point and just sure. been happy. And then I, as I got in the league, it was just a couple of places I just didn't want to go. I just I just never wanted to be in Green Bay because it's too cold. I, <laughs> I, I went to Chicago, and I was like, I'm glad this is at the end of my career. <laughs> like, it's just some cold places. Like, I was – New York is even cold, and I was like, "Man, this is too cold for me." Mm-hmm. Like, I just did not like the cold. I just didn't want to be in the cold. I just ended up there after Dallas. I just ended up in the mm-hmm. cold everywhere. <laughs> yeah. What What was your time like in Dallas? I mean, the guys that you played with, your experience there. You know, tell us what What was it like? Oh man, it was a great experience. To this day, I got like Jason Witten stories all day. Like my my favorite one is probably like to this day. Training camp in San Antonio, first day, first first padded practice. I'm in the huddle, like we just rotating. Now, if you mm-hmm. if you know Jason Witten, like he's just one of them guys. Like if you get in there, you better know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what you're doing, he about to cut your ass out. <laughs> like straight, like just don't care about your feelings. Don't make you feel like you don't even belong on the field. Competitor, like, cause, uh, like, and so I get in there, I run the wrong route, and he just chews me up. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, what is this right here? I'm like, bro, I just, I'm like, I just got, we just got out here just like two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> we just got here. Hey, bro, we didn't have time to even look at this playbook, let alone learn it all the way through. <laughs> right, like, he's a veteran. Dude, I'm like, point too. I'm like, like you know the playbook, like, man. This is about to be one of the. I'm like, this is about to be so. This is. And then what the lady about to be like for the rest of my career, I'm like, this is about to be wild. <laughs> and then from there on, it just got better and better, though, man. Jason Will's a great guy. Like, he's one of them people you just learn from, you know, and just soak mm-hmm. up information. Him and Tony. Tony the same way. Like, they just super competitors. Mm-hmm. I, had, I enjoy playing with them, man. Like, 
my especially my rookie year, we had so many vets, man, that just showed like like how you supposed to do things, and it was you know, and it, it, it stuck with me throughout my career. Mm-hmm. I got I got to jump in real quick and ask. I, I think that video of like Jared Wilson went around. Did they make you do a rookie dinner like Jason Wooden, Des Bryant, Miles Austin, those guys? Did they make you do it? Think about us. We had got we got lucky. My my rookie year we got lucky because we had Tyron. Tyron was the first round pick, and he had all that buku money. (laughs) 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 And so so they made him pay. He paid for he paid for the whole thing. (laughs) So we didn't didn't have to pay for nothing. It was like what. I'm a six round draw pick. I ain't got no bread. They just they only gave me a (laughs) hundred. <laughs> I imagine so I, 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 oh. I, I spent 40 on this. I ain't got no money. <laughs> uh, the good friend Tyron was, though, man. He took care of the whole thing like a boss. He didn't, even, he didn't even grin about it. He didn't frown or nothing. Just took it on the head and went on with it. Thank you. That's what's up. I was like, you know what? That's a real, that's a real friend right there. Yeah. Real yeah, team. That's love. There. that's love. Defense, defense, defensive dinner ones. So uh, they, they were savages over there. Really? They, yeah, they, they were savages on their rookies. Whoever was on that, whoever was on that side of the ball that year, I know they were still. I still probably hating it to this day. Cause them dudes, they, they was going home. They was, they was ordering food to go home with. They were taking bottles. Oh. Come on, you go in there. It was everybody leaving out with a bottle. Three, they got like three bottles. I got like everybody got seventeen to go plates. Is Duarcus Ware like part of that? Guy? I was gonna say, is he like a is he a nice yeah, guy? He was, he was, yeah, he's he, he, he a good, great, he's a great guy. Marcus is a great guy, but yeah, he was part of that group. Uh-huh. <laughs> that that whole deep that defense was they were savages. There was some savages over there, but they did they rookie so bad. <laughs> defense was we'll have to ask them in the future. <laughs> was bad over there. I think I had a couple of friends, some of my good friends, Bruce Carter. I know he was sad over there. Mm. He was super sad over there. I know he was sad. <laughs> he was he was a second third We were good. We had DeMarco. We, oh we yeah, some, yeah, we yeah. Had, yeah. We had some, we had some good rookies on our side that was gonna look out for yeah. us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and offense, we went. They, the offense, they went. We had some old head offensive guys, so they went really like going yeah. crazy. Mm. Mm. But on the defense side, they was all young over there, and they was just going. <laughs> they was running it up. They was like, "But it's what we had to do." <laughs> I'm just glad I wasn't a defense player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to, I was gonna say, I had to ask that. Sorry, I had to ask. I no, I was. I was just gonna say, did did that ever happen? Uh, maybe later in your career that they kind of flipped the script on that. You know, uh, maybe went a little too not not too hard on rookies, but during that dinner, maybe like, oh, we're just gonna take advantage of uh, of them paying for it all. <laughs> nah, because because after that, we really didn't have too many like mm-hmm. offensive like high draft rookies like that. Yeah, I think we had maybe what maybe one, maybe two. We had two. I think my third year in Dallas, we had got Zach. We had a couple old linemen, mm. but I don't think they didn't. They they didn't really do them like how, like <laughs> offense. Offense they they usually look out for each other, especially old linemen. They they look out for each other. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. But on the side of the bar, they don't be looking out for each other. They're going to pay you over there. On the offensive side, they usually, we, the offensive side of the ball usually come when they come to like offensive dinners and stuff. It's all so love. They had, yeah, it's all love over there. We like, we, we already know y'all ain't got that much money. We ain't going to go crazy, crazy. <laughs> we go crazy. We don't, we don't go, in, we don't go deep in the pockets. Mm-hmm. We, we just buy food and taking food with us and buying <laughs> bottles and running out the door. No, we ain't doing that. Um, uh, you you brought up Jason and, and Tony. Um, what was it? What what was the biggest thing you learned from them your rookie season that you took into that second season? Um, that really like you know maybe took you to that second level and and made you a better player. Man, Tony. Not Tony, uh, Jason. He told me, man. It really wasn't Jason, but it was more like a old head collective thing. Like they mm-hmm. said that no matter how talented you is, you you got to find a way on the football field, however that is. And that's when I started doing punt return more, doing special team stuff more. Cause it was like at some point you got to find a good way to get on the field, you know? Cause right. you don't know how you don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know how it's gonna happen, but you just gotta, you just gotta find a way, and and that's just one thing I took with that, that stuck with me. Like you gotta, it's, it's, it's no easy way to get to it, but you just gotta find a way. So however that is, if it's through special teams or whatever, whatever they need you to do, you gotta do it. And I just gotcha. took that with my career. Like whatever they wanted me to do, I would do it. Mm-hmm. Like in Dallas, I was just, a, I was just a third tight end really. <laughs> My first two years there, I just come in just to block for Demarco. <laughs> just because I could block good, they just put me in there to block people. Gotcha, gotcha. You gotta, you gotta work with what you get. You know, you know what you can do. They just don't know what you can do yet. Right, 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 right. That makes sense. <laughs> I just imagine drafting with a yeah. You get the opportunity. Yeah, you get the opportunity. You just gotta take advantage of. It. Right, right. That's, right. What when, that's what happened when I uh, was in Dallas. Like when the whole Dez thing, my mm-hmm. dog Dez, he 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 was the star guy, and they was like, we need a new punt returner, and I stepped in. I was like, cause that's what I do, and I was good at it. Mm-hmm. And so when I took over, it was like, this is my this is my lane right here. And this is what I was gonna be good at. If I'm gonna be on the field, be good at this. But they mm-hmm. wait when when it's time for them to be like, right, who who can we replace? <laughs> oh, you can't replace him. He's the guy yeah. that's getting <laughs> ten yards every every time he sets the ball on punt return. He's doing a good job. Yeah. Let's say, when, was there ever ever a time during like a punt return or a kick return where you knew as soon as you caught it, I, I'm I'm taking it to the house. Like you you knew, you saw that gap, you saw that lane, and you know no one was gonna touch you. Yeah, it, it happens from time to time, yeah. you know. But as a punt returner, you just, you just you think that every time though. You think oh, every time you about to break it. Yeah. Because for me, that's like true. I knew that was the one time I was gonna touch the football, and for me, it's like, all right, this is my one chance. Yeah. If I don't get Take the ball no more tonight, I got one chance out here. And yeah. I know it's coming to me. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I guess kind of fast forwarding a little bit. Um. Did you? I, I guess was there a time when you knew you were gonna head out from Dallas and and arrive in New York, or um, oh, just... well, initially I didn't even really think I was gonna leave because yeah. you know the whole situation. But then I, you know, they had uh, they had just drafted Cole, 
Mm-hmm. You know, and he was he was playing good too. You know, and mm-hmm. and he was their third guy. And uh, you know, even though I was having a good year too, you know, they weren't gonna pay me if they had Cole Beasley there. Yeah. He ain't even do it for a check yet. So it was like, all right, well, we let him go. We already got a guy yeah. who's already starting. He can we can find another guy for punt return, hopefully. He ain't gonna be a good though. No. They tried to take me a few times, but they never they never could. Mm. <laughs> they tried to take me a few times. They they had Cole Beasley back there a few times. They had Lucky Whitehead. Mm-hmm. They tried to replace me a few times. I think Lance Dunbar was back there a few times too, right? Yeah, Lance like, was back there a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you gonna tell you, you got to give up somewhere, and I understood what they was. Right. I understood the whole thing. You know, that's just business. And, yeah. You know, your car called me, and they was like, "Well, we want you to come over here and do that same thing, but we're gonna pay you this amount of money, though." <laughs> hey, well, they got, yeah. And yeah. was there, there any? Yeah, was there anyone else like? Was it just New York, or like this? Was there anyone else here like getting offers? Um, I think uh, who else had who else had offer? I think at that time, um, I think it might have been San Diego, maybe. Okay, interesting. It might have been, might have been San Diego, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I thought I talked yeah. to New York. My agent called me in New York. He was like, "New York won't give you uh, 17. I said, mm-hmm. all right, cool. We on it. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> we on it. <laughs> we on it. He was like, no, nah, they trying to give you they trying to give what you want. I said, all right, cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'll take that. So I mean now you're in you're in New York. You're in the same division though. You know, you're playing against the same team. Yep. Kind of going to a similar kind of not similar exact same division, but you've got like a two time Super Bowl. You've got a veteran QB and Eli Manning. You've got a you've got a good wide receiving core with Sterling Shepard's up and coming. You got OBJ. You got Victor Cruz. You know you got you got a good core there. What was what was that like? And you know what's what's that like? And also what's OBJ like? Like what, is he a cool dude? I gotta know. Like everyone always. Outside, but Everybody I can't. Nice about OB. He's a competitor. Yeah, he's a competitor. <laughs> my, when I first got to New York, it was just uh, Ruben Randall, Victor Cruz. Yeah. Um and Adele. That was that was their wife, and then they had Preston Parker too. Okay, and so they had a, they had a deep little receiving core when I first got there. But when I first got there, they didn't want me to play receiver anyway. They just told me to come in, play special teams, return punts and kicks. That's what they wanted me to do. And and so when Victor went down, they put Preston, uh, Preston in, uh, and. I don't know what happened with him, and so mm-hmm. when he, I think he went down, and then I went, I went in, and so when I first got that one, he was supposed to play receiver, so mm-hmm. I get thrown in the fire playing receiver, and yeah, you know, I was playing what I was playing with a hundred, I was playing a hundred plays a game. Damn, I was getting a hundred, I was getting a hundred snaps a game. Wow, and like I was going, I was playing full, I was playing full time slot receiver. Doing everything on mm-hmm. special things, returning kicks, running down on points. Like I was doing all that. Yeah. And so, and then the next year they ended up drafting Sterling. They ended up drafting Sterling the following year. Uh-huh. And, but that was your Pro Bowl year, drafted, right? 2016 when they so, drafted Sterling? Yeah, the year they drafted Sterling. Um I didn't really play. I did, I played once, I probably played one snap at receiver. I had one catch. For I had one catch and one touchdown in the same game. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> one, 
One <laughs> one target, one catch, one touchdown. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Like, so I, I, really even, I really didn't even play. I didn't even play receiver that much. Mm-hmm. And then that's probably like probably about one of my worst returning years. I think I wasn't even averaging at the twenty-five yard line that year, and I was like probably like averaging like five yards on returning that punt return, and I still ended up going to the Pro Bowl. <laughs> probably my lowest tackling year, everything. But the year before, I didn't even go to the Pro Bowl, and I had one of my best years ever. Mm. That's funny how that all like, that works out. And like, yeah, like very- I got. Go ahead. Go I was, ahead. Like I was, top, I was with top, top. I was in top. I was a top kick returner or number two. I was in top five mm-hmm. for sure. Top five punt returner, and I was a, I was number two in tackling special team tackles. Wow! And that year, still didn't, didn't go to the Pro Bowl that year, but the following year was didn't the make Pro Bowl that year. <laughs> but my the following year, I, I didn't. I probably had probably four tackles compared to my eighteen from the following year. I was mm. averaging like seven yards on kick return. And I had, well, I was averaging about ten yards on punt return. Still yeah. didn't, still didn't go to the Pro Bowl. Had my worst year. Go to the Pro Bowl. <laughs> I'm so curious, actually. Like, it, 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 do you, I, it, it's okay. If you, do you know off the top of your head who was picked for the year of that Pro Bowl for like kickoff <laughs> returns? Because I'd be like, this, this dude better um, have some fucking stats over me. This man, this man. I can't remember who was picked that year. Uh huh. I can't that's, remember. I was gonna say that's. I think um, Cordell Patterson was the kick returner for sure. I think. Uh, uh, see, I'm a little. I don't know who. I don't know who was the punt. I don't know who the punt returner was. Uh, I got 2015. Ah, uh, uh, Devin Hester was still there. It yeah, uh, Devin Hester. Uh, Darren damn, that's a tough. That's a tough. Com- I mean, that's a competitive yeah. group. I mean, he must have been putting up numbers. I, and that's when he was in Atlanta. But still, I mean, as a fan, I remember he, was, he had a few returns. But I don't know if it was like. Pro Bowl worthy, but hey, I think that's I think I think his first year in Atlanta was his best year. I think he had yeah. like two, maybe two or three touchdowns that year. I was just that was 2015. I think that's, I think that's the year, that was the year he broke the record. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Makes I was gonna say that was that was right before the year they Atlanta made their somewhat of a run too. So like maybe he was getting that out. But either way, asking going back shifting to the Pro Bowl, what was that like in the sense of every, like they, they always make the Pro Bowl and especially like nowadays they make it a little bit. Try to make it more enticing. Is the Pro Bowl as laid back as every as it looks? Is it you know kind of just a good relaxed time you get to meet everyone? The Pro Bowl, the Pro Bowl is literally you really don't even we really don't do nothing. Literally, like, <laughs> it's probably the most laid back is walk through like you're literally not doing anything. Like you literally sit there, you talk, you catch the feel like you just really out just playing just catch. Really, that's mostly what you're doing the whole time. And people just yeah. finding out what they're doing. Like you, how long are you gonna be playing? What you gonna be doing? Right. If we're trying to figure out where they going to party at, like, <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody really doing nothing. Like, it's the most laid back. Like, people, half of the people come to practice, they be wasted from the night before. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, all right, nobody really want to do no running. So it's like, all right, we ain't doing nothing today. Y'all. We just gonna talk through this, walk through this, and we out thirty minutes. <laughs> go, go, so kind of losing Go sign autographs, take pictures with the fans. so like kind of that like you said with like dallas like jason wooden was a hard ass kind of guy and like tony's a little bit older what was was were were eli and like victor and those guys like that or were they kind what was what was the what was practices like what were you know what was the practice like in new york compared to maybe like dallas 
Oh man, it was super easy. Like Dallas practice, man. I felt like we was out there all day long. Like mm. I was like, I go home, I'd be tired. I'd be like, I go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next grind day, New York, man. We practiced two days out of the week. Fridays was a massage day. Like, <laughs> we were big chilling. Like we were, I was like, we, everybody like this. We supposed to be. We was, we was in there it's like it's come Sunday. Everybody friends. We like, well, we we feel so good. <laughs> Leg so free. We ain't hitting nobody all week. Yeah. Right. That's, that's, no stress <laughs> going on. I was like, well, this, this is love right here. That's when awesome. I first got to New York, so when I first got to New York, I used to hear stories about Tom Coughlin. Like, to this day, like, his early years, like, people were like, boy, Tom Coughlin is like, like, his practice is like military. And so I'm there, I'm scared. Like, my first day of practice, I'm there, I'm just... I'm just looking around, looking at everybody else, trying to fall in line. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to follow suit what's going on. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Tom called, he one of them coaches, like, so everything already five minutes ahead. So you, if you're on time, you're already late. So you got to be there early. Oh, so you're really there 10 minutes before you even start anything. So, so we'll go to practice and Tom Coffey one of them coaches. He usually, he don't really say nothing. People just already know, like when he walk up, you just ain't talking no more. <laughs> like you hear me conversation, they be like, "TC, come everybody straighten up." Like yeah, everyone just I pay attention. <laughs> Tom's talking. Like he was just one of those guys that like people just respected like so much. And, like he was probably mm -hmm. one of, like one of my coolest coaches to this day. Like I love playing for Tom, and like like he he just gave me the mm -hmm. opportunity, you know, just go out and be me. And, yeah, and that's why, like that's why my 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 first year there, I had like a, I was so successful and like I was like he just demanded that so much, and you know, on the players and people just love to play for him, you know, and and like and he gave the opportunity to go out and play receiver and when nobody else would, you know, he just gave me enough chances to just be out and go just do me what people know that I could do, and so I always respect him for that. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, you know, as 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 time was kind of, or before I jump into the next thing, and did you have anything else for him about Tom Coughlin or anything, or Chris? No, no, I was just, I was going to ask what, what, what was he like. Like I said, we have yeah. a different perspective of Tom, I guess, right. really yeah, from like, media base. So, I really I, like yeah, Tom, he was one of them. Like, like I said, like I, I, I got some good friends who played with Tom when he was in Jacksonville, mm -hmm. and like, like I was saying, like they used to say he was like military prep. They was full pass right. every day, going yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs> Nope. Two a day. <laughs> like I'm thinking like, oh man, we about to have two a day. Like I'm thinking the worst. And then we get there, it's like, yo, we're gonna take it easy. We get there, we get there, like for our like feel like our training camp, man. I um we had to do like our little come in, we do our little um mandatory physical, whatever. Mm -hmm. Make sure like you everybody was working out for the for the summertime or whatever. When we come back in, he's like, you know what? We don't want to get nobody hurt. No one ran to pull no hammies because some of y'all probably wasn't running. We just, we just gonna have a walkthrough today. We're just gonna do a little jog and then we're gonna everybody gonna we're gonna go back in here. We're gonna watch some film. <laughs> like, All right, so, so. That's what I'm talking about. That, that. Yeah, that call that. Less, less. We out. <laughs> and like, and that, was, that, was, that was my first, like that was the first impression of him, the first day. Like mm -hmm. for real work, you know, and yeah, like he just like his demeanor about how he used he used to go go with things, go go with things. Like it was just 
it was real professional. Like, but like he really cared about the players and like how they felt. Like he would take mm-hmm. suggestions and like implement it into whatever we was doing. Mm-hmm. Like, cause a lot of kids, a lot of a lot of the guys like they legs were and he brought in like massage therapists on Friday. So Friday was like all like relaxed days, it was like spa day kind of. We okay. have people like you get this, you get to pick what you want, yoga. You have massages. You go cold tub, hot tub. We had mm-hmm. like a little stretching area. Like we had all like, meditation area, yoga. Like we were, right. we had all kind of stuff just uh-huh. for that, you know. And that just, and, you know, you don't know how much it helps you until it helps you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay. like we think like it's like this. free day, but really it was really like a lifesaver though, because. A lot of mm-hmm. a lot of people be like during the season, man, you just be banged up so much. Mm-hmm. And you just you want to go home and go to sleep after work. And you get a yeah. you get one Friday, you get to come in and have their practice. You know, you get massages, cold tub, it's a walk through, a light day, get off your feet. Mm-hmm. Man, it's, it's perfect. Mm. That's not, and so you know, that's going you're, you're having that sweet time in Dallas or in New York. Um when did you I, I you may have been like injured when did you know you were moving to oakland and uh, I, I guess you were not were you looking forward to going to oakland because like I, like you said in the beginning you're like man I, that was one of the place i didn't want to go so what was that transition to oakland like oh man um uh, i didn't even know i was going but i i knew at some point they was going to release me because they had just drafted sterling tom had just got fired and we had a shitty season and so some people got to go you got to make room for new people because everybody want all they guys or whatever, you know. Right. And, and the time I had just got injured too, so it's like I, I just broke my foot, had surgery, so they they don't really want to take no chance with me because I just had a shitty, I just had a shitty like year before. So it's mm. like, all right, is he declining now? Mm. Yeah. And so once I got released, um. It was a little process, you know. I didn't know I was gonna go to Oakland. I was thinking about a couple other places before then, but mm-hmm. when my guy Rich hit me up, I was like, "Yeah, I got. I'm gonna go to Oakland because that's my guy." You know, he mm-hmm. he's the guy who really made me the animal I am today. You know, as far mm-hmm. as a special team guy, like mm-hmm. that, he taught me because he I never tackled anybody ever. He was the first person that helped me tackle people. Hmm. <laughs> Like huh. I wasn't talking to nobody. Yeah. And they just... gave me a chance to get on the field when I was in Dallas, you know, to to play gunner and, and he found out how good I was. Because I met Rich way before. Like I met him when I was in um Dallas my second year in the league. When maybe mm. he was in he was in San Diego and we was at a joint practice and he came up to me, he was like seventeen if you was he was on his team, you'd be playing. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as he came to Dallas, he was like, yo, you my guy. Uh, I, I want you to I want you to learn how to do this. I was like, I ain't never done this before. He told me, he's like, I just need you to run past everybody and just talk and do with the ball. I was like, it's not easy enough. <laughs> <laughs> sounds easy enough. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds pretty simple. Easy concept. Yeah, sounds, sounds easy enough. Mm-hmm. And so the first time I did it, I didn't know what I was doing. Running yeah. down that gunner trying to talk to somebody. I know take me no nothing. And you know, he just show he just showed me how to like mm-hmm. you know, different stuff and you know, I, I implemented my own stuff that I knew that I could do that would work and so it just it made me a better player. Yeah. And I, now, I look, now now like I was probably one of the most feared gunners 
out in the league at the time. You know, like people still didn't want to go up against me. It wasn't because I was just fast. It was just because I was just I was stronger than most DBs, so they really didn't want to press me. <laughs> so it was just made mm -hmm. my, it just made my job easier at the time. And then once you once somebody know you're good at something, they try to try to stop you from doing it. <laughs> mm. Right, exactly. So it was fun though. I had a great time doing it though. I never thought yeah. I would be a gun in the league anyway, but it happened that way. It worked out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right on. Uh, I was just gonna say, like again, you had, uh, and Chris, sorry, just real quick. I, I, again, sorry, I'm bad at this, but again, you jump to another, you jump to another sweet, like, so I say sweet, like you jump to another wide receiving core in your twenty, like in 2018 with like Jordy Nelson. I mean, you also have guys that like yeah. Eric's still there, and then you also have guys like I think Marshawn, even though it might have been hurt, Marshawn was there. You know, you got guys like Darren Waller's young yeah, in his career. Like what was what was it like with that group and like compared to you know again Dallas was you know hardcore, New York was a little bit light. Was that wide receiving core like super intense or you know was Jordy bringing a presence or like Marshawn trying to do that or were they kind of like New York? Uh, they were they were different. New York was way different because Eli wasn't like a talkative person. Like okay. I didn't hear Eli say his first words for like the. The first month I was there, I never heard Eli say anything. <laughs> he's like quiet. He sticks to himself. Really he, he real quiet. He sticks to himself. He don't really talk a lot. Like he's not a he's not the yelling type. Like he's not the guy that's gonna give you like right. that. Like, but he's his presence is just like he's smart. Like he's a smart yeah. quarterback. So, like he's his presence of like advice he'll give you like on the side. Like, but he's not gonna he ain't doing all the yelling. Like he's not the yelling guy. All right, that makes sense. Like I never, like, like my first, my, like I was in, like my first month, like first month there, I like he never even spoke. Like I don't even think we said two words to each other. <laughs> <laughs> but like Eli, like he's like he's super cool though. Like he's super cool guy. Yeah. Like once he, yeah. once he gets, I feel like once he, once he gets to know you, like he opens up to yeah. you, starts talking to you. Like right, yeah. When you first get there, he probably won't say nothing to you. Like he's quiet. Mm -hmm. You stay to yourself. Mm -hmm. but, like yeah, and but. The wide wide receiver core in New York, though, like, like that's probably one of my favorite, second favorite wide recruit wide receiver groups. But Dallas was my first because in Dallas we was we was those were my boys. Man. We had a wide receiver crew down there every the whole time I was there. We had a good group of guys. New York, we had a great group of guys too. Odell, Vic, those guys was super cool. Like it was always. It was always something. I'll tell you what. It was so much <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> I so bet. much entertainment. Because the wide receiver room is always the best room. If nobody ever told you, all the good stuff go down in the wide receiver room. I feel like that's anyway. Okay, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Been, the wide receiver room has always been the best room with all the action. It's always yeah, something yeah, yeah. going on. It's always fun. There's always entertainment. Like you said, there's always entertainment. There's always entertainment in the wide receiver room. <laughs> Always, and so New York was cool because we we had a we all like every I think every every place I've been to we had like a fine a fine a fine board, and in New York I think probably was the the funniest one. I don't think I had one in Dallas, but in New York the fine room it was it was it was a, the fines was hilarious. We had a lot of like <laughs> like don't be at practice and do something and get fined for it. You might you might end up with your own name. For the fun, <laughs> we had some of the craziest fun I've ever seen. We had a no swag fun. 
<laughs> which was a hundred dollars. No was hundred. That's crazy. hundred dollars. Yeah. So you better dress in press, otherwise you throw me a hundred. Like you throw a hundred. That was probably the funniest one because it's it's a it's a it's a collective group judgment. <laughs> <laughs> so all you 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 need one person to to say nah, and then you gonna have to you got to you got to plead yourself in court. Yeah, like, <laughs> the whole thing. Then we had one. It was he had the Gator Room. That was a that was a thousand dollar fine. <laughs> wait, yeah, wait, Gator, what was Gator the Gator was a thousand dollar fine? Okay, okay. I was gonna say what was uh. I, well, I have the. I guess what was the craziest one, but also who was, if you can't answer, who had like, who was a continue, you know, offender of like the swag fine, like who had to continue to a hundred dollars. Did you ever have to? We really didn't have a no, a lot of no. So we like some days people go out there with no towels on, you'll get fined <laughs> for not having your swag right. Like you, your swag, you get fined for stuff when you really don't even know you be doing it. <laughs> and like, that's what make it so like that would make it funny because you come in the room and everybody be looking at you like you be like what happened and they they watch film like oh somebody's swag ain't right <laughs> and we were like oh we had practice you like nah but that towel ain't you, you ain't got no towel this week again some ain't right and then you gotta plead yourself in court and then if everybody yeah. agree on it it's a hundred dollars. <laughs> so what did the pot go to? All the fines. What did it all go? What did you guys do with it all? At the end of the year, we did a party. We did a we did, oh, a, little, right. we did a little dinner, and then like nice. we do all we all go out. That's it was it was good though. We, like we had fun doing that. But That's the greatest fine was the one that everybody had. Like that was the one questionable because all you needed was uh, 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 all you needed was this for a game. Like if you, if you see the ball going high. And you see somebody coming, you better not put your arms up. But then they gonna find you for no effort. Oh, <laughs> oh man, yeah. you gotta fit with fine. You want that gator? That's a thousand dollars. But the no effort, that's gonna be five hundred. <laughs> oh. oh boy! Oh, you start waiting. Who got, who got yeah, fined the most? Who had to pay up? Who, who had to pay up the most amount of money? Oh man, we had a lot. I'm gonna tell you who. I'm gonna tell you who had a lot of fines. Probably Odell and Vic, they probably had a lot of fines. They, <laughs> really? was like, we, we had a, we, they was always late for something. It was uh, always late for something. Yeah. But they probably had the most fines because Coach always find it for something because they had the most money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> they was always in Well, he, had, he, he always had one where we were like, all right, make it right. Make it right with the room. And so that would be <laughs> like, all right, y'all got to buy like, they'll buy like gifts for the room or something. Like, you know, mm. they had shoes. They'd be like, yeah, get everybody's shoes. Or get it like Odell. He he always stayed bringing stuff. He bring book bags. He bring all kind of stuff. So mm. like he's just like I right, just make it right. <laughs> so yeah, like one one time I had to make it like make it right with the room. So I had bought everybody pure white Hennessy's. Ooh. So, like, okay. so make it right with the room. Everybody get gifted. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, but it, so, it, was, it was fun though. Cool, man. What were uh, thinking off season? Like, what were your off seasons like? What did you enjoy doing? You know, off the football field. Did you have a home base that you'd always go to? Did you technically, did you live in the city that you, that you were there year round? Um, well, one year when I was in Dallas, I just stayed in Dallas. Um, I really didn't go to any place. I traveled a lot, but I just 
stayed in Dallas for the most part. When I was in New York, I would I would go I would go back to Atlanta. I get I run like a little condo or something in Atlanta and stay there for the summertime. Nice. And then uh, some well the year I broke my foot I stayed there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but now something like off season I'm I'm chilling. I'm usually traveling most of the time. I'm I'm a traveler. I'm usually gone somewhere. Yeah, I follow you on Instagram. You look like you look like you've been <laughs> living, living, living like well. I'm, I'm always going somewhere. I'm always somewhere. <laughs> like you said, yeah. the white pine's not coming. In. You got the drip right on some of those, man. I got to yeah, tell you, I'm, I'm going to See the thing about that, like I really wasn't like I really didn't even wear a lot of like designer like that until I got to New York. And like, <laughs> yeah, when I broke the year, I broke my foot. Like I didn't like I was bored out of my mind. Cause I didn't want to go up to the facility every day, but I had I went up there for treatment, and then mm-hmm. after that, like I would just be bored all day, so I would leave there and go to the Gucci store and chill over there all day, and so then I just started getting, I started making a lot of friends over there, and then they just started sending me stuff, and now I got just so much Gucci stuff. That's what's up. <laughs> Not bad. That's what's up. Not a bad yeah, thing to have an abundance of. <laughs> That's a yeah. fact. So, yeah, and then then after after a while, everybody just started calling me Gucci Man. <laughs> nice, not a bad. That's nickname. a good nickname. Yeah. Real real quick, also, what's your what's your I guess favorite Gucci piece you have? Oh man, I got a few. Well, on the, spot. the most the most expensive Gucci pair. I got a pair of ostrich Gucci boots. Fifteen thousand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't got I ain't got fifteen thousand shoes real quick. Just they, they custom, they custom those. It was some custom made Gucci boots I got made from Gucci. That's what's up. That's you gotta treat like yourself. It. Yeah, you gotta treat yourself. I got yeah. I got a few custom pair of shoes, but that's probably the most expensive one I own. I had to ask. I had to ask. I got a couple of Gucci pieces I like. I got a jacket that I like to wear, but I don't wear it all the time because Don Draper. It's like yeah, it's one of those jackets you just pull out on special occasions. Right. Yeah, I got a few. I got a few things I like to pull out every now and then. Treat yourself. Yeah, fresh. Yeah. Are you said you like to travel? What what? Where do you like to go the most? Or or are there any places that you're looking forward to going to? Uh, my my favorite place to travel to is Japan by far. By far the best. Really? Why? Yeah. How come? Man, Japan is just so fun, man. Like the food is good. The people are nice. The streets is clean. Like everything just super clean. Like even if you were not even in the city, it's fun. Like, there's so much stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you can get lost in that city and just have fun. On any little yeah. street, you can be a little, like, side street where, like, like where nobody think you would think nobody would be, like, a little noodle bar that'd be so good. Yeah. Like, you can find, like, the best things. Are, like, in the shopping is, like, good shopping. Like, it's just all the It's like a New York, but super clean. Gotcha. Gotcha. Last last question I have re- regarding football because I want to hear you know one of the things I like doing on the show is learn about like what's important to you if you have any interest or topics you want to shed light on and I definitely want to get into some open QA after this but last thing I had you had a chance to play with like a former ECU player with Zay Jones at Oakland and then you also had some other rookies coming with like Hunter Renfro what was it like with like Zay and Hunter coming in were you kind of like were you kind of like a Zay because you have like that pirate connection were you kind of like like tight with him at all did you guys talk and then is Hunter Renfro like a chill guy? Is he he seems like you know pretty candid kind of dude. Yeah, man. Fro, I call him Fro. <laughs> nah, Fro. Yeah. I call him Fro. 
but no, nah, he uh he's a good guy, great dude, man. Yeah. Like when I first met the dude, I was like, yo, this dude is not it. Like I wasn't I wasn't rooting for him. I was not rooting for him. I wasn't rooting for him. But after just watching oh, like after watching him like develop, like after like after you watch him a few times, you like, nah, he got something. He just yeah. ain't all the way honed in on it yet. And like that dude, like his work ethic is so crazy though. Like, and I just seen this dude just blossom. Like he's he, he like when I first seen him, like you know how you look at kids and you look at guys, you be like, nah, right. he, he ain't got it. Yeah. But after a while, like that just be first impression on people. Like I know a lot of people said the same thing about me. So mm. for me, it was like when I seen him, like I'm like, yo, this dude, he got something. And like I, I just yeah. seen him just grow, man, and just become the savage he is today. Yeah. And to this day, I be texting him, I'm like, bro, man, keep. Keep going hard, man. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, watching him, man, I'm like, yo, cause nobody they counted him out. You know what I'm saying? Nobody really wasn't yeah, giving right. him the credit he was due, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad he he doing his thing, you know. And Zay, man, we 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 was we was cool, you know. Being Zay, we always had conversations before beforehand, but he was a super young guy, you know. And, yeah. Um, you know, we always got that EC connection. You know, anytime a pirate coming through anywhere. And all pirates, mm-hmm. no pirates love. So you know, uh, you know, he was a young cat, so I didn't really get to talk to him as much because I was one of them people who came to work and went home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I ain't really, you know, in the football field, we chit chat, cause we went in the same room, so mm-hmm. we'll talk, you know. And and my job was, you know, if he needed me, to, he needs some help on something, I just I would help him out. But you know, mm-hmm. we just it wasn't it really wasn't like a I'd be out with him or something. We kick it every day type thing. Yeah, 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 I get that. Sorry, yeah, and I just that was my last football question I wanted to see. Uh, for sure, I'm thinking about that one, but I know my I know they had some open question, but before we jump right into that, is there anything you know outside of uh, like you know, football or anything that you do that you want to raise awareness to, or anything that you know we can you know educate ourselves on? Anything at all that you know you want to shed some light on, or what at all if you have one? Um, uh, not really. I know that's also on the spot. Yeah, yeah. I don't really, you know, I don't really have anything really like that I would want to shed light on. But you know, I see a lot of stuff going on with mental health, so I just tell people, you know, take care of your health, man. The mind mm-hmm. is powerful, and uh, you don't want you don't want to damage that, you know. So yeah, take care of your mental. Yes, agreed. Agreed. I can't agree more with that. Absolutely. I'm a big advocate for that. For sure. Did you boys, I was going to say, did you boys have anything? I was going to say, we have some, like, I, I had some, like, last minute questions, like, you know. You guys got anything before <laughs> I, before I dive in? Yeah, I got me none. We can, we can talk all day. <laughs> do you speak any Japanese? Do. do you speak any Japanese? Um, Not really. No. You. I know a little bit, maybe. Yeah. I know probably only probably about four or five words, if that. So but when you're over I, there, but, it's... but if I hear Japanese words, I can know. I know what they're talking about, though. I see. What I you're got saying. you. I can understand Japanese because one of my good friends, she's like Japanese. So, and yeah. most of the time I go over there, she's usually there, and we always hang out. Okay. So, mm-hmm. I know a little bit of Japanese. <laughs> Hey, that's more than I know. I ain't got nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, I can, I can, like, I can hear words in Japanese, and I can be like, I, I know what they're trying to say to me. Yeah, <laughs> like, 
but I I can't speak it back to you though. <laughs> how how often do you go over there? I mean, obviously with the pandemic and things like that, but how often um, is that? A I haven't been in a while. I used to go at least once a year, um, but ever since the pandemic hit, I haven't been since what 2016. Okay, 16 was the last time I was there. Mm-hmm. Or 17, no, 17, 2017 was the last year I was there. Oh, okay. Damn. Uh, yeah, man, I, I, love, I love Japan, though. It's just so fun over there, man. They have, have so to take much, a trip. It's so much I, cool stuff to just see and do there. It's just, it's not even a, I wouldn't even say it's tourist, touristy because mm-hmm. that's, I feel like that's what they do. Right. <laughs> like they just do a lot of tourist stuff and they, and they, <laughs> they from there. Right. It, yeah, Simple. I was gonna say it's like a joy, yeah. but I, Japan's one of the places I've always wanted. Like, I'm a big snowboarder, so like I've wanted to always like go to Japan for snowboarding because I feel like they've got some cool mountains and stuff. So. Anytime when I plan that trip, I'm gonna have to hit you up. Just be yeah, like, hey, where I, do I, I go? go? Where do I go? Down. I've been to I've been to a few cities in Japan. I'm been okay. To, yeah, I've been to a few cities in Japan. So yeah, I can. I ain't never been up north though, Japan yet. Okay. To, okay. To the hot springs. Um, one thing I definitely try to ask everyone, and um, I, it's honestly how I got to like stumbled upon you when I asked Ruffin. Um, you know, I always try to find out, you know, if I if you could recommend or would recommend anyone that I should interview or anyone that you would recommend me speaking to, just to you know learn more about, hear another story, or learn more about a journey or something like that. Who would you maybe recommend? And again, it can be totally one anyone random out of the blue or actually someone you want me to generally like reach out to and you know talk to. Um, but if you had anyone on top of your head, who would who would it be? Mm, I don't even know. Let me say, mm, I don't know. I love putting you on the spot like this. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> You know, I don't be. I don't even be thinking about stuff like this. I'm like, who should I interview? <laughs> right? I know. Yeah, it's, it's it's a peculiar question for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I, um, I really couldn't even tell you. I couldn't even tell you. No worries. No worries at know. all. If, if, if feel free to hit me up. if you ever if it comes to you, just hit me up. Shoot me a text or something. I'll, we'll, we'll I'll I'll text. I'm like, yo, you should interview this guy. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I, I'll be like, I don't know. Work for people, always, people always ask me about do I be following football? I don't follow football, like, I don't be knowing. Oh, really? Football. I don't be knowing what's going on. Football. You're just like, I'm away from I'm done with it, I'm away from it. Yeah, when I'm away from football, I don't even look at it unless it comes <laughs> yeah. on if I'm out somewhere and I'm watching TV and it's like ESPN on. That's the right. only way I be following myself. <laughs> do you follow other sports? I, like, do you follow other sports besides like, are you a, a fan of like any other sport outside of that, or do you like? I follow basketball. I follow basketball every now and then. Baseball okay. only doing the playoffs. Okay. Um, I that. <laughs> yeah. During the season, nobody cares about baseball until we come playoff time. <laughs> I get hey, I get it. I get it. Baseball until it's playoff time. That's when it really matters. Uh, right, exactly. October day. No, but really uh, I I personally really <laughs> um uh well i i honestly that's that's honestly all i had for you Dwayne. boys do you got anything for him no no this is that's been great that was cool that was yeah it's a cool story man it's really cool hearing about literally from high school all the way to where you are now and things like that just your journey along the way and you know definitely thank you for sharing what you did Mm -hmm. like i said it's stuff that we don't we hear we don't really hear often so it's really cool yeah like i be telling people all the time like the 
the ECU story, a lot of people just don't know that I played quarterback. Like a lot of people <laughs> don't know that I played quarterback in right. ECU. Like mm-hmm. and the thing was, I probably to this day, like if I would've, if I would have came out around this era as a quarterback, I would have probably been a first round draft pick, me thinking that. That's how I felt about it. I was gonna ask, like, do you think, like, looking back now, do you think, like, you would have tried to still come? Like, do you think you probably would have stayed quarterback and, like, just try to push all the way through with keeping? Yeah, I would have just stayed as a quarterback. Like, yeah, I love, I love I, the thing about it. I love playing quarterback. That was that's what I yeah. love. Like, I love that. Like, I was the one of them people right. who loved. I was one. I just love touching the football like all the time. Right. I love having the ball in my hand, like the football in my hand, because I was one of those people mm-hmm. who like if I got a ball in my hand, I know I can make something happen. That was just my mentality yeah. every time I touched the football. So as a quarterback, it's right. like you control what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You right. You control every aspect of the game when you have the ball. You're, you're yeah, the you ball control ball. what's going on. And that's the one thing I used to love about quarterback. When I'm with a receiver, I had to learn how, to, you know, play without the football in my hand. Yeah, like it's the whole aspect. Like people, like only thing I that I took from playing quarterback to receiver was I just knew what the quarterback was looking for. Right. right. <laughs> like exactly. I can know. I knew in my head. I'm like, I. Right, I know he know what I'm trying to get to because right. I'm looking at from his, from his eyes. I'm looking at it from from his perspective because I played a position before. So, but mm-hmm. I just didn't, I didn't know how to run routes. Like I've never ran routes a day in my life until I got on the ECU football yeah. field in 2007, mm-hmm. eight, seven, 2007. Like I didn't never mm-hmm. run a I never Damn. ran a route a day in my life. Yeah, and then 2007 mm-hmm. came and you're like, oh, we're running routes today. Yeah, like and in <laughs> in the in the first day as a receiver, I led the team in catches. That says something right there. I mean, yeah. I mean that's that's kind of like a hey, maybe maybe I got something. I, I broke all the records at ECU, so like, mm. and I mean, you weren't getting receptions. And I never and I never played receiver like guys like right, Zay right, Jones. Right. Just they played receiver their whole career. You feel me? Like I never yeah. had to, like I never I never was polished enough to like go in and be like, all right, I'm a receiver. Like yeah, I mm-hmm. had to learn. I had to learn how to play receiver. I was just an athlete. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I get that, and you know, it's one of the. Let well, just speak towards your worth work uh, work ethic. You know, you know just yeah. Like, yeah, I was yeah. I was lazy. I was lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was lazy. Uh, this day, people were like, "Boy, the one is probably one of the latest football." <laughs> if you go ask, if you go ask the slot receiver coach right now, um. Uh, and ask him how I was at practice. He'd be like, Dwayne was not practicing. <laughs> he didn't want to practice. I still didn't want to live. Because uh, it was all your time in New York that you spent. It didn't sound like it. This is how we play football. Like, they would, people would get mad because I would literally be in the meeting sleep. <laughs> all the way out. Right next to, right next to Coach, I'd be asleep. Mm. <laughs> like, 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 Dwayne, what are you doing on this play? And I would literally wake up and tell him what was going on and tell him what I did and i go right back to sleep. Mm. <laughs> See, that's the genius like, behind my, it. My team, my teammates did not like that one. They'd be like, you let Dwayne sleep? <laughs> yeah, right. Dwayne, Dwayne knows what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> just sit down oh. in the back and just be chilling. You know, I, I was the only person with a little. I had a little personal desk, a little chair. I kick, I kick my feet up and everything. <laughs> hey, that's what I can interview next. That's what I'll reach out to the slot receiver and I'll be like, "All right, see, that's how it's ball effect. That's what I'll go to next. We'll get the slot receivers coach. That's what we'll do." Um, I actually, I actually thought of some. Um, 
what's your opinion on i guess and i've done this with some guests in the past i had a, a buddy of mine who's an actor on i guess what is your your take on if i were to ask you kind of like a i guess like a ridiculous kind of funny question would, would you be comfortable answering it it's not totally outlandish but i have a question i wanted to ask you oh, yeah. so you know, oh, yeah, I we, I, I've been trying to ask this more and more, and uh, it's funny, we, we've, like I said, I've had some actors answer it, I've had some others, but you seem like an athlete, you're an athletic guy, you know, you've, you've played professional sports, so I feel like you can, you can crush this. Um, So, I always like to put this scenario on people, you know, if you were, you know, have you ever seen the movie Step Brothers? Yeah. You know that scene where, like, they're fighting all the fifth graders? You know, yeah, right? Yeah. Do you think you can take do you think you could take on that many fifth graders? Like, like how many fifth graders do you think you could take on before they overpower you? Like, I always think it's like ten to fifteen. And like my my buddy said, my buddy said an outlandish number like fifty. So like I've always trying to say like, all right, the range is between fifteen and fifty. And you're you're an NFL Pro Bowler, so I'd be curious to know like, do you think you could take? I'd probably knock out I'd probably knock out on the kids out. He takes the cake. That's it. That's awesome. knocked all the out and then apologize to their parents afterwards. <laughs> hey, they come in. No, no, they, they, you came at me. This is a full on fight. No, this is all right. I was, hey, no, I had to the kids out and they told their parents, look, I'm sorry. I knocked the kid out. I know. Yeah, I had to do it. He, he was coming at me and they all gained up. No, yeah, I get that. I so, I'm sorry. I get that. You have a I you for a while. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, we'll, we'll talk later and I, I will talk and I'll, you know, we'll get some ice, but. Yeah, it had to happen. Okay. Well, I appreciate your answering that. Um, I can't thank you enough for joining me and joining the show. You're a friend of the show. Anytime you want to come on or anytime you have questions, feel free to reach out. But sure, we can't thank you. Want to have me on, just let me know. Sounds good, Dwayne. Like you said, pirate show, pirate love. Yeah, for sure. Pirate love. For sure. Anytime. Thank you, Dwayne. Thank you, Dwayne. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. You too. Hey, enjoy it. Have another one. What's that? Go ahead. Shoot. No, no, I was gonna say no. I have a good day. My bad. I said have another one. Have a good day. My bad. Oh, you said have another one. I thought you said I have another one. Like, yeah, that's what I thought. No, you said no, 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 I did. I'm like an idiot right now. That's my bad. My bad. <laughs> you don't mess up twice already. <laughs> hey, since you said it, you're probably on your own You're probably on your own show. Well, appreciate it, man. Thank you. You out, Joe. <laughs> that's what it is that's what's happening man that's what's happening uh well appreciate it man thank you so much for joining welcome back everyone after the ad and thank you for joining us after the Dwayne interview that was honestly i could i think i said big for everyone that was pretty fucking awesome uh that was really cool uh i can't thank him enough for joining like he said we'll have him back on for sure but what were what were your guys' takeaways from that interview? That was and by the way, for post pod talk, we are in post pod talk. I just jumped into a house. We are in post pod talk, and post pod talk this week is with Chris Kolosh, my soon to be brother in law, and Anthony Caffiro, my brother. They were part of the Dwayne Harris interview. Thank you guys for joining me on post pod talk as well. Of course, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, let me let me hear your favorite parts, and we'll start with and we'll start with you. Let me hear your favorite thing you heard from Dwayne, and you know one of your favorite topics. Um, one of my favorite topics. I don't know, like like the whole the whole fine room or whatever they that fine board. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it was that's one thing that I didn't even think about asking was like what little like atmosphere things or little little yeah, you know, items that they do like in between practices or around there to keep like it all lively. And that's definitely right. One of them that is, is it's pretty funny. Not not a surprise that Odell is at the top of that list. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, that's just that's a really cool creative way of, of 
keeping everyone, you know, right. Fun camaraderie. Yeah, that, yeah, that culture is still going. Yeah. Um, second, I would just say, I guess I, I liked a lot of how, um, he, he does a lot of stuff non-football related anymore or and yeah. no, nothing at all football related. Japan, um, Japan, yeah. Man. You always read these stories about players is like, they're just done. They don't want to, they, do, they don't want to be around anymore. And, and it's nothing right. that like he did during his time, you know, playing football that he brought that like scarred him or anything like that. But it's just cool to see, you know, he was just a freakishly good athlete yeah. know, starting off. Um, yeah. Obviously a really good quarterback, but it's impressive that he was able just to switch to wide receiver like that. And especially being a, a punt and kick returner. Um, and then now he's just, he's just loving life. So right. it's just really cool to see that, you know, for sure. Yeah. Chris, what about you? I think on my end, I mean, the fact that when he started talking about colleges, how ECU wasn't even his top choice, you know, yeah. Southern than UNC. And then it's kind of like, Oh, you know what? Fine, fine. I'll go to ECU. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just thought that that was, you know, speaks to the yeah, man. I mean, some guys, you know, that's their top choice, things like that. And, you know, I'm sure he had a ton of other offers across the board, but, you know, it worked out well for him. And then just his insight that he gave about like team cultures, like when he was in Dallas, he right. went and ass out. But then when he went to New York and it was kind of like, eh, what, you don't want to practice today? It's cool. You know, and it, I can't it, wait for Drive fans to hear that. Yeah, and no wonder they sucked that year in 2016. I don't want to say that, but you know, it's like <laughs> I looked it just, up, they went three and thirteen. They like never made the playoffs. You, you know, and it's kind of like you, you 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 hear that and he, you know, he sort of touched on Oakland, but at the same time, it was it was really Dallas and New York that he talked about. Yeah, you know, Eli, super quiet, and you know, all I'm thinking of myself is those goofy ass faces that Eli makes. Yeah. When, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was just to get insight, you know, from a football player that, you know, like Ann said, you know, he doesn't, he's not a football guy really anymore. He referred to it as work, which to me was like yeah. fascinating. It's like, oh yeah, I'm going to drop your work for the day and go home nine to five. Like, it's just later. <laughs> yeah. You know, but that was cool. Definitely a very cool interview, cool experience. Yeah, I would say so. I definitely... I do think that Southern Miss story was crazy, right? Because of the hurricane, and that's ultimately... They're probably like, what the hell? <laughs> Why didn't we have an alternative fact? And, you know, that, I'm sure they have... And it, it was sad to hear that, like, you know, he fell victim, unfortunately. Like, during that era, they really tried converting quarterbacks like him to, you know, mm -hmm. wide receiver, which sucks, because he probably... Like you said, he going back now, he would have changed it. But I think, personally, like... It was cool to hear also from his perspective, like, you know, when he was talking about his Pro Bowl year, that wasn't even his best year, like the year before was. But you think about the pool of people that he, like Cordero Patterson, Devin Hester, like he's not going against like slouches as far as like return people or yeah. like, again, like it's a tough, yeah. like it's a good pool of people like he's going up against. So that, you know, it was cool to hear that. It's also cool to get a little insight about the Pro Bowl. Always, you know, funded, you know, that just gives you kind of the insight. Like, yeah, they really, they're just there to have fun. Yeah. Um, really just, you know, laid back. But, I think, like you said, just the getting the inside perspective on, you know, culture and things like that. I now I did actually have another one. I wish I asked him a little bit about John Gruden. I wanted to ask him about that mm -hmm. a little bit, what, what his, yeah. what is like, what kind of, and, you know, we'll have, as you said, we'll try to get him back on, um, you know, <laughs> for sure. But I think, honestly, like that was, I, it, because he was unique in that, like, you know, each wide receiver, like not just because of sure of anything, just because those teams had good ones. He was had a unique position that he got to be a part of very good or be around people, including himself, where, you know, he was around like 
some stud players or some like really good core. So like, you know, he got to provide a unique experience. Yeah, like yeah. Chris said, the, just the culture of it all. Both both of those cultures. I mean, yeah, they speak for themselves for their traditions, you know, mm-hmm. as 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 being successful organizations. But uh, mm-hmm. like Chris said, just just hearing it from someone being there is yeah. really cool. And I like to go back. They probably, you know, I, I say they had like a bad season three and 13. I, I, here I am sitting here interviewing NFL players. Like I probably couldn't do any better, but you know, you take a strategy and you know, you give it a shot. You see what works. Some, like you said, some players, some coaches are really tight and like a hey, drill sergeant mentality, but you know, sometimes you try and, you know, see being if laid battle works out, see if that, you know, wins championships and you gotta, you, know, you gotta give some tries out to everybody. And Coughlin was pretty successful during his tenure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he, he didn't need to say much yeah. when you have those when types of those Michael Stray hands, and and like Eli Manning doesn't say anything, but his presence alone is enough. So yeah, like you said, he Coughlin's like, all right, I this is kind of go yeah. for it, fellas. Yeah. I think it's also really funny that the defensive crew just absolutely tore their rickies apart. <laughs> That's <laughs> all I forgot about. Was like, yeah. And we're gonna buy. We're gonna get like eighteen to go plates. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, like oh, offensive guys, like no, I get it. Fred, it's cool. I and it's cool. Like that was one thing too. Is like I didn't realize. Like you know, I forget, he, he's not like when he got drafted. And off the top of my head, I'm trying to go to that draft to, and pull up what's it called to look. But when he got drafted to that Dallas team, like he said, I mean, you, know, you have who else, like in 2011, the rookies on that team. You know, they have a couple and. You know, you have guys like or who Felix Jones. Um, he was like saying, like, you know, he looked out, and then you also have like, you know, I, Marco, I think he, Murray. Marco Murray, yeah. And so you had guys that were like making like racks that so were like he looking out. Yeah, he's about to look the other way. Yeah, he puts it down. Yeah. So like, it, it's just and it's funny. I actually reached out to Demarco for an interview. So Demarco, if you're listening to this, please feel free to come on. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, it's just it's. It's one of those things like, yeah, you're like, dang, I'm really glad I'm on this side of the field as opposed to defense. It is. I, it's funny. I, I I just assumed they all had one big dinner. I didn't know. It makes yeah, sense. Because it, yeah. it is. It, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. But like, it's it, funny yeah. how you don't know what. I don't even think any rookie knows what they're going to do in one of those things. <laughs> That's going to be cool. You can get all the advice that you want saying, oh, no, you are going to pay a heavy, heavy bill. But you don't know until. I mean, totally imagine getting that first paycheck as a rookie yeah. where it's, you know, you sign your whatever. Here's this is the most money you've ever had in your entire life. You know, like right. literally here. And, and it goes, you know, <laughs> and then and, you have to add 20% and, to that for the gratuity. <laughs> it's like, well, that's, that's why it made me laugh because, like, when, when they point. did like Garrett Wilson and he was like, yeah, that's going to be a cool dude. And all those guys were like, it's not going to be cool. Like, they're going to run that. I'm not paying $70,000. Exactly. Like, I honestly was like, I bet you they're going to, like, I'm so curious to know if they run that build up. I'm so yeah. curious. And it's funny because, like, I love how he described his friends on defense. He was like, they were just sad. Like, yeah. to describe a man's mentality after a dinner as sad, like, that must have been a hell of a bill. <laughs> must have been a hell of a bill. Yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah, it was a fun interview for sure. I can't wait to get more, uh, you know, uh, either wide receivers, punt returners, anybody, just to get more individuals on and more pirates potentially on too. Dwayne was a great guest. I'm, I'm very excited. Um, and, you know, I'm very excited for everyone to listen. Um, it was a good lot of time. Before we sign off and get into that outro, uh, makes you fellas got anything else for the listeners? Anything else you wanted to drop some knowledge on? Maybe we should just enlighten everybody up of these moves that the Yankees are making because they're <laughs> looking – Pretty darn good. Trying to win the championship. They, they to took the doubts out of, I think, a lot of fans today. And you still got you got an hour, less than you have eleven hours left. So, or no, more than that. Sorry, twenty four hours. Uh, twenty twenty hours. I can't count. 
Do you think? What yeah. else, do you think there's any other moves like potentially you see being made? After this, no. I really want them to go after Rodon, but I don't even know what that market's like. Um, that looked good last night too. That yeah, he looked yeah. real good. I mean, when you see like people, like he base it sound. It looked like he thought he was gonna, he's going to be traded. So I just think I, there's a lot of teams out there that have a really good farm system, and sure. Cardinals being one of them. And mm. Padres didn't even give up any of their top prospects yet. So I don't know. I think the Yankees did a very very good job. Um, yeah. You never know, though. I don't know. Right. You never. You gotta. I was gonna say you gotta. You never know what could. It doesn't it doesn't hurt to have more bullpen arms? I mean, they it did does. a really good job. It does but, not. You what know, does it? Comp- Park is having a sick year too. He's having a sick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't you know, know who's exactly. who's going to make uh, rehab here soon? Is Zach Britton? He's he's yes, starting he to is. throw a little bit. We'll get him back hopefully for playoffs. That's, that's a very good want. point. That's a very We're good only at the beginning of August, too. We have a solid two, probably two full months before you got to approach, you know, at like playoff time. So you can get a lot done in the next couple months. They said Severino through today, but I'm not holding my breath on him. But no, that's mm-hmm. a good point, Chris. Uh, yeah, Zach Britton. I totally forgot he was still on the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got Montas, baby. Yeah. I, yeah, he can chuck. He can definitely chuck. I just mm-hmm. don't. I, 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 mean, I was going to say, we've seen him have the, we've seen him do it. Yeah. I don't know. In Oakland, of all places. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think Joey Gallo's bag's already think- packed. It's a matter of where he's uh, ending up. But yeah. Do I mean, you- Brewers have been tied for the last couple of days with him. But yeah. Do you think. I'm surprised. I'm glad we didn't because I'm sure they're asking for everything. But do you think Soto stays in Washington? No. Where do you think he's going? Wait, oh, before the deadline? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I think he stays in. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be a deal done. Do you, think, do you think after the year he's out of, out of D.C.? Do you think he could be in pinstripes? The, the longer to. he's in D.C., the less his trade value is. Yeah. So if they yeah. hold on to him because he's got one if more year to control, if they hold on to him, his value is going to do – you know, it's one he's of like those. 23. That, That's the thing, too. He's like a – he's a buck. No, but Chris says what what they're going to ask for, what they're asking for now versus what they're going to ask for, let's say six months from now, is going to be much different because teams aren't going to be as yeah, yeah, yeah. So year and a half, yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's it's yeah. I just there's there's just so much in play for him. Like there's so much that you need to give up, and I think our teams will do it. I mean, I I would be one of those teams if I had the choice to, but uh, it's just I think a lot of moving parts. I was going to say, like, honestly, if the Yankees did trade a lot for him right now, I don't know that I'd be totally upset just because the man is, I mean, he's kind of, right. it would be cool to see the potential. But at the same time, hey, I'm here for what we got, and I'm, I'm, a, big fan, I'm a big fan of what we got. All I'm saying is, yeah, Aaron Judge is, took a big risk of not accepting that uh, hey, extension, and, and he's looking like a well. so. So, I like I said, yeah, him for cool. sure, and you don't have to worry about Soto. So, yeah, exactly, exactly. He's Otani, that was Otani. They were in the mix for Otani for a very long time, and I, I'm just, uh, I feel like they missed out. Awesome. Yankees missed out on Otani when he first came to the. No, I, I, what a player like that, and he has a choice. I, it, it's, I'm not surprised he stayed on the West Coast. You're closer to home. You know? He was like the An- Anaheim or Angel. That, that was that's where we should go. I don't know. It's kind of <laughs> tough. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure it's easy to just go to Anaheim because you want to play with. The best player ever in Mike Trout, but yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah. no, but Yankees yeah. can still make some moves. And like I said, as long as Joey Gallo's not on the team after tomorrow, <laughs> I think we're okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's all right. We'll see it. But oh, fuck, Chris, 
Also, we made a big fuck up, and you know what? Speaking I'm of about. Rizzo, three run home run. We didn't. We didn't have Stoin to wish you a happy birthday. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, you know what? It's all good, dude. Towards the end of the conversation, all I'm thinking of myself is the fact that like he's a punt returner. I remember. I know when I watch those games, I'm always thinking to myself. God bless that person because every single person on that field wants to rip your head off and tackle the crap out of you. I that's the one thing in sports I don't know if I could do. So yeah. And he said he hated tackling and he didn't want to yeah. get hit. And now yeah. and then he became well, he goes the, the, yeah, yeah. where everyone's coming at you. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 all good, dude. It's all, like I told you last week. I forgot it was my birthday too, so it's cool. Well, everyone, <laughs> birthday is tomorrow. We're gonna wish him a happy birthday. I I'm sure you know. I'll I'll even when we post the episode tomorrow, like I'll at Dwayne Harrison. I'll be like, we forgot to wish Chris a happy birthday, and I'm sure he'll be like, Chris, happy that should birthday. be the name. No, that should be the name of the episode. Chris's oh, birthday. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Chris's birthday. Um, or better yet, be like Dwayne will hit your fifth grader. <laughs> but uh, no, that's uh, right, exactly. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I think you can't thank you fellows enough for joining me. Um, we're we're definitely happy back on here soon, and just another great episode. What do you know, with Joe? Thank you fellows for joining on. We'll let up that outro here. Well, thank you for having me. Awesome. Yeah, appreciate you. Yeah, of course.